guard your hearts and your thoughts in Christ Jesus. What did he really say in that passage? Well, in the language that we would normally use today, he said, don't worry about things. Don't worry about things. And that's a pretty difficult thing to do, isn't it? And so we read that passage and uh, we do not often stop to really think about the meaning of what God is saying here and what it means to us. I think that he is saying, of course, what he means, but I think he emphasized this thought more perhaps in the Sermon on the Mount than anywhere else in God's Word. Uh, The Sermon on the Mount is one of the greatest uh, uh, dissertations that we have recorded in the Bible. It covers a variety of different subjects. It doesn't spend very much time on any one, but it spends more on this one uh, than any other. I want you to read it with me uh, and, uh, and notice what he has to say here. In the Matthew, the sixth chapter, beginning of verse 25, he said, Therefore I say unto you, be not anxious for your life, what you shall eat, or what you shall drink, nor what your, for your body, what you shall put on. Is not life more than food, and the body more than raiment? Behold the birds of the heaven, how they sow not, neither do they reap nor gather into barns, and your heavenly Father feedeth them. Are, you not, uh, are, are not ye much more value than they? And which of you, being anxious, can add one cubic unto the measure of his life? And why are you anxious concerning raiment? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They toil not, neither do they spin. And yet I say unto you that even Solomon in all of his glory was not arrayed like one of these. But if God so clothed the grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow is cast into the oven, shall he not much more clothe ye, O ye of little faith? Be not therefore anxious, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or wherewith shall we be clothed? For all of these things do the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knoweth that ye have need of all of these things. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all of these things will be added unto you. Be not anxious for the morrow, for the morrow will be anxious for itself. Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. Well, do you mean to say that we're not to worry about anything? Do we mean to say that when we've lost our job, we're not to worry about it? Uh, Do we mean to say that When you've just been told that your child has cancer, that you're not to worry about it? Uh, Do we really mean to say that when the church is facing uh, major problems, uh, that we're not to worry about it? And that list could go on uh, to infinity. Uh, Because there are so many things in life that are of deep concern to us and that we have uh, reason many times as we think of it to worry about those things. But yes, he is really saying that in the Word of God. God's Word is really saying that we are not to spend our time worrying about the things of this life. I'll put a little passage up there, a little note up there that is typical of us. You know, when these things happen in our lives, we think that it's time to wring our hands, walk the floor, become depressed, and to tell everyone that we don't know what we're going to do. Have you ever done that? Have you ever uttered the, the statement, well, I just don't know what I'm going to do? And so we, uh, we, uh, we worry. And we become many times depressed and many times we suffer a great deal in those situations. 
Well, what was, what was uh, the Word of God really saying here? Look back at that first uh, passage with me again there in Philippians 4th chapter, verses 6 and 7. What is he really saying to us in that passage? Look at it again. In nothing be anxious or in nothing worry. I believe the new, uh, uh, the new King James actually uses the term worry there. And he said, uh, be not anxious, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving let your requests be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall guard your hearts and your thoughts in Christ Jesus. What do you tell us to do? Well, he's really telling us here that what we need to do when problems, we face problems in life, when we're concerned about things in life, we need to take it to God. We need to present it to God. We need to have a trust in God such that we understand that He is going to make all things work together for good to those that love him. And so what Paul told the Philippian brethren here is the first thing that you need to do, the first thing that you need to do is to take this to God in prayer. In the writings, 1 Peter, the fifth chapter, verses 6 and 7, the scripture said to humble yourselves therefore under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time, casting your anxieties upon him because he cares for you. Well, that's really saying the same thing, isn't it? It's telling us that when we have troubles in life, when we have anxieties in life, when we have something to worry about, rather than worrying about it, we need to take it to God. And we need to cast our cares upon Him or our worries upon Him because God, God will take care of us. But there's a very important statement in the beginning of that verse there. He said to humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God. You see, one of our problems in life is that we want to take care of everything ourselves. We want to put our trust in ourselves when he is really telling us here that you've got to humble yourself and put your trust in God. That you've got to humble yourself and put it in the hands of one that's greater than you and one that truly is able to take care of it rather than thinking that you can do everything yourself in life. Oh, we're proud of ourselves sometimes, aren't we? Uh, We take a great deal of pride in the fact that we are what we are because of what we have done. And uh, so we let that get into the way of our really being able to do what God says in this subject. So look at it very carefully. What did he say? What he said, the first thing that we need to do is go to God in prayer. And as we go to God in prayer, what should we do? Well, we need to thank God for the blessings that we have. That's the first thing we need to do. Oftentimes in life, we become frustrated. We even become worried about things that really we don't need ourselves. And if we would stop and just look at our lives, if we would stop and just count the blessings that God has given unto us, uh, we would recognize very quickly that we really don't have a great deal to worry about. That God has provided those things in a very abundant way. As we were reading there from the Sermon on the Mount, he was talking about many of the things that we are so richly blessed in. We live in one of the greatest nations in the world today. I'm glad to be an American. I'm glad that I live in the United States of America. Oh, yes, we have a lot of problems. We have a lot of concerns. We have a lot of issues that are before us today. Uh, But brethren, when we stop and count our blessings... 
when we stop and take a look at all of the things that we enjoy in this great nation of ours, we need to be very thankful to God that we live here where we do. And when we stop and really look at it, we're going to see very quickly that maybe, just maybe, uh, we are already blessed sufficiently and we don't really need the things that we're worrying about in the first place. But he said, take your, take your concerns to God, but first stop and take a look at what God has already done for you. And then he says that we ought to tell God really what our problem is and what we want. How often, how often do you really sit down and really talk to God and tell him what you want in life? We worry about so many things today, but we don't, uh, we sometimes don't even have the, uh, the vocabulary to tell God what we're really wanting in life. We depend on God, of course. God knows my needs way before I know them. But we don't have, we don't have the concern enough to sit down and tell God. So he said, he said to, take your, to take your prayers to God, take your, bless, uh, take your thoughts to God and prayer and supplication and let your requests, let your requests be made known to God. Oh, if we would just talk to God. If we would just tell God, if we would just trust God and take our problems to Him and be confident that He is going to do something about them, how much better it would be in our lives as we live day by day. Tell God what you want. Tell God what your needs are. Tell God what your concerns are. Does that mean God's going to always give them to you? No. Sometimes God knows better than you. And God knows that you don't need some of the things that you ask him for. And therefore, he's going to deny you some of the things that you ask for. But it's all for your own good and it's all for your own benefit. And then he said, if we'll just put enough faith in God. And here's the key to really being able to do this. Have a faith in God to believe that God is going to do what we ask him to do. God's going to take care of you. God's going to bless you. God's going to take care of the problems that you have in life today if you'll just trust him enough. He went through that list of things there in uh, the uh, Sermon on the Mount. He said, don't worry about what you need, uh, what, you, what you'll feed your family tomorrow. God, uh, look, at, uh, look at the uh, animals. Look at the nature around about us. God created it and he has provided for it. He created you. Will he not provide for you? That's what he's saying there in that. And then he gets down to the end of that and said, but seek ye first the kingdom of God. What is he talking about? He's talking about putting our trust in God. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And God will take care of all of these things. God will take care of all of these things. Brethren, we need to have faith in God today. We need to have faith in God today that God will take care of our problems. That God will provide for us in the way that we need in life. Uh, and that uh, he will always be there. But you know, there's something else about that that we need to be concerned about. We need to be ready to work with God, don't we? You remember the story of Noah? And uh, there was about to be a great calamity come upon the world. A great flood was going to destroy mankind. And a man named Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. But God gave him a pretty big assignment, didn't he? God gave him a pretty big task to build a boat to the saving of his family and to the saving of the animal kingdom. Uh, and uh, Noah got busy and did that, didn't he? A lot of times we go to God in prayer, and in answer to our prayer, God gives us an assignment. And 
many times we're not willing to do the assignment. We're not willing to work with God. Noah worked with God to the saving of his house. Everything worked out. He didn't wring his hands and wonder what was going to happen. He went to work and doing what God said and God provided. We need today, brethren, in our lives to go to work and doing what God has told us to do and trust God to provide the rest. In other words, we need to have faith in God. And faith doesn't mean that I just believe God, but faith means that I believe God such that I am motivated and moved to do what God has taught me and told me to do. And so take your supplications, take your prayers to God, tell God what you want, tell God what you need in life, and trust God to believe that he's going to take care of things. And then he said that the peace of God which passeth all understanding will guard your hearts and your thoughts in Christ Jesus. Isn't it wonderful to be able to lay your head down on the pillow at night and rather than worrying yourself to sleep, to have a faith in God such that you believe that God's going to take care of the problems? Isn't that a peace that passeth understanding? Well, that's what he says here in this passage. That's what he says here in the scripture that God is going to do just that. That God is going to take care of the problems uh, that you and I have in our hearts and in our lives today if we will but put our faith in him and believe in him. The psalmist wrote in the long ago uh, concerning man, he said, I, I will give thanks unto thee for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are thy works and that my soul knoweth right. God made us in a wonderful way. Do you not think that a God that made us so wonderfully perfect in, in this body has made provisions to take care of us also? Just like he takes care of the birds, just like he takes care of the flowers, uh, just like he takes care of things in nature, God has provided for us. If we will but put our faith and our trust in him, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all of these things will be added unto you. He tells us to be not anxious for tomorrow, for tomorrow will be anxious for itself, sufficient under the day or the evil is the evil thereof. And so I encourage you today, I encourage you today to believe this scripture, to believe what God has said. I encourage you to put your trust in God. Don't put your trust in yourself. Don't put your trust in your fellow man, but put your trust in God. Believing that God will do what he's told us that he will do. And then to submit yourselves unto God's will and always be ready to do your part and to do things that God has commanded you to do. God will take care of the rest. And you can go to bed tonight with a, with a peace that passeth understanding. Does it mean I'm not to be concerned that I'm not to? Yes, my concern needs to be that I'll do what God told me to do. That's where I need to be concerned, that I'm going to do my part. The psalmist said in the long ago, Psalms 37, verse 25, I've been young and now I'm old, and yet I've not seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging bread. God's not going to forsake us, brethren. God's not going to forsake us. He's going to be there. He's going to be there with every problem. He's going to be there with everything that the world might worry about. He's promised you as his child 
that he'll take care and that you can have a peace that passeth understanding. Don't worry. Don't worry. Place your cares in the hand of God and God will do the rest. It's hard to believe and to accept, isn't it? But I wish today that every one of us could accept what God has promised us here. You don't have to worry. God will take care of it. Do you have enough faith in God to believe that He'll do that? If you have enough faith to believe that He'll do that, surely you have enough faith to obey His commandments. If you're not a Christian, surely you have enough faith today to start that Christian walk by doing what God has commanded you to do. you never been baptized for the remission of your sins, surely today you want to do that. If there are wrongs and there are sins in your life that need to be confessed, surely you'll have enough faith in God to do that. Don't worry. Take your cares before God. God will provide the rest. Would you not come right now if you're subject to the Lord's invitation? Can you explain?